0: hey welcome, welcome back, back to the crazy life of
1: jenna and Cody. ainsley
0: braden sonia <laughs>
1: Just one life, not lives. (laughs) We all serve under one We're all one organism. We're like ants.
0: (laughs) Under his eye. Like bees. Ants in water. We behave independently, but always with one common goal, which is to deliver you the best podcasting
1: (laughs) experience ever created. I think this is one of the weirdest intros we've done to date. (laughs) How have you been? I've been fantastic. I've been in... The middle of buttfuck nowhere for most of the week at this, ca- at that cabin that I mentioned the last time we were
0: mm-hmm. on the pond. And was it
1: everything that you ever hoped for? Yes, and more. It was fucking insane. It was literally like the farthest away from civilization I've probably ever been. It was amazing. How far? Well, it's about a six and a half hour drive from Georgetown. So it's really, really far, and then it's literally just this dirt road off the side of one of the roads that goes through the north, and you just drive down it, park like in the woods, and then hike through the woods to a lake, canoe across this lake called Snowshoe Lake, and then you leave the canoe, and then do another hike, and then come to another canoe at the next lake, and then you canoe across that, and then the oh, cabins they have the on the canoes ready for you. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah, you only had to bring your own life jackets, but um, it would have been terrible if we had to portage those hikes. So I'm glad they had the canoes there. But it was fucking amazing. It was so picturesque, and it was the cabins completely hidden in the woods. So you just kind of go, and there's just like this sand, like weird orangey sandy beach. So we were just on this beach the whole time, and this like it was like such a cool. It was like a Pinterest a frame, uh old cabin in the middle of the fucking woods and it was so cool it was so cool did it purify your soul it did it's so remote that you can drink the lake water like without filtering it wow it was amazing and we went and like we went and explored some caves and like climbed to the top of this like crazy place and then There was this bay, it was like lily pad bay and we canoed to it and it's literally just the the whole surface of the lake was just covered in lily pads like every inch of it. It was crazy. It was so beautiful did you disturb the lily pads did
2: you jump in i would have i would have felt the need no. to you would have jumped your
0: head and just come up covered in lily pads yeah. i was laughing because i was imagining going through all that and me like taking one step and just fucking eating shit or like <laughs> breaking my legs or something and then you're like eight hours away from
2: help on the yeah. top of the clip this reminds me of sonny and i when we were at the grand canyon and there's a really we got these matching like sequin visors and we met these like men at the canyon and she like she would not go close to the edge and there's this like fucked up (laughs) photo of her looking like Gollum, like crawling
1: i was (laughs) so disoriented Yeah, it's very scary going near cliff edges. I just feel because you're one mistake away from fucking
2: dying, you know? <laughs> There's like an ongoing trend at the Grand Canyon, too, of people taking selfies and falling to their death because they yeah. misstep.
0: Yeah, which is so scary. That's why I was like, I'm not fucking around. Like, I'm staying at least a few meters away, low center you're not of
1: gravity, get those precious, precious playing it flight. safe. Yeah, it was crazy, and it was, and we had the dogs too. So when we were climbing to the top top of the mountain, I I always get so fucking worried because dogs, like if my dog sees a fucking chipmunk near the edge, she'll just run towards it. You know what I mean? So I just I get so nervous up there, and I was just like, bound, boom, stay with me." Was doing flourishing
2: fine. though? She must have been in her element.
1: Yeah, she was just off in her own fucking world. Cause Morty's such a person dog he likes being near people so he can get dim pets but boon, like as soon as you open the door she's like all right see you later
0: i'm on my fourth puzzle in like
2: <laughs> a very short amount of time so that's how i've been coping with life so sonia can you give me one of your puzzles I, I think i need to get on board this puzzle you can tray. have
0: all the puzzles okay. but be careful because you will get sucked in sean gets really scared and worried sometimes He's like, I I've lost you to puzzle. the puzzle again. I'm like, you have.
3: You have to have yeah. adequate space. It really makes or breaks the situation.
1: Yeah. It's not even about that. It's for me, it's about what am I producing out of this? What am I getting out of this? I feel the nothing whole when I complete it. I'm like, okay, no. but what did I create? it's not my image i didn't make it i just put pieces together of another person's image and now i'm sitting here and it's done and then i'm gonna break it all up like what did i just spend all this fucking precious time on
2: and not the goal yeah the whole practice is like it's almost like meditative
1: like i get the same thing from doing art though like if i sit there and i'm doing something like super meticulous for like three hours and then i walk away from it and i'm like oh i created that that's like my thing with puzzles i'm like i'm i'm Entering the same meditative like zone, but I don't get anything out of it. That's why I don't like them. It's satisfactory
0: to see the little pieces clip in. Yeah, when you when you've been
1: looking for
2: a piece for so long and then (laughs) I like doing puzzles with Sonia because she's like, all right, we're looking for a weird looking big boy, (laughs) a big boy end and a curved other end. (laughs) And like and she like characterizes the pieces in this way and like is just talking aloud.
0: Okay, let's, let's, um, let's get to it. Double, double time. Double, double. Mmm. Coffee. Two spicy Canadian trending topics in the past week for your hot little ears. Hashtag. W- <laughs> for your hot little ears. Ouchie! My hot ears! <laughs> okay. Hashtag why Canada. I guess that was like an honor of uh, Canada Day and people were talking about, you know, why why Canada? What makes Canada so special? Oh, um, I was like,
1: I don't get this. <laughs> Should we not answer this question?
0: <laughs> well, what makes Canada sure. Special? I mean, tell us about your Canada <laughs> Day shenanigans. I think fucking pretty and sick, and man,
1: on the scale of things. We're not too terrible. And we have every single climate and every single beautiful thing of nature here. Biodiversity. Yes.
3: Come for the years, stay for the biodiversity. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Come for the Molson Canadian, stay for the
3: biodiversity. I don't know if anyone comes for the Molson Canadian. When I was
0: um when I was in Poland a couple summers ago, um I was staying with my family there and I found out that they were supposed like my cousin and my uncle and stuff were supposed to come with my parents to Canada, but they ended up not. And it was really weird thinking about my parents weren't sure if they were going to come here or not but then they ended up coming and it was i, I went through this whole like alternate universe life of mine what would i've been like if i didn't grow up in canada would my life have been better or worse it's so easy to do the like oh like i wouldn't have these problems but obviously you would just have other problems yeah, you yeah. would have um, polish problems
3: <laughs>
2: yeah exactly yeah, you may be you may be implicated with what's his fucking name from the room tommy was oh yeah you yeah, may have Even implications for him sure
0: wrapped
3: up in that like 100% yeah. sonia would <laughs> be his God. lawyer. <laughs> i, I love buds. canada and because for lots of reasons and mm-hmm. i had a great canada day full of i went on a patio which is still kind of novel and had some food then i hung out at sonia's and watched other people eat some food really made a day of it
1: food
0: <laughs> do you think that everyone's apprehension about fireworks did you guys hear the fireworks oh on yeah day? I,
3: that was partly why i left there was way too many fireworks.
0: Yeah, I, I, like, I'm pro fireworks and everything, but they were, like, freaking me out, and I was trying to not let them freak me out, but I was like. like I'm, I'm like, have I just been, like, fireworks. inside for too long? Uh, and...
3: we, we were in Sonya's backyard, and then they were, like, right beside us, and it just, and we couldn't see them, so, like, you didn't get the visual stimulation, so it just sounded like rapid gunfire pretty much. <laughs> yeah. mm. I'm, like, pre- I'm, like, a little bit scared of fireworks. I used to be terrified of fireworks, and now I'm just annoyed Moderate. kind of by them, but I was getting tired, and, like, that's my cue, the I, onslaught of fireworks.
2: I like not fireworks. I like big fireworks, like fireworks big firework displays where they, like, keep going, and one burst goes into another burst. But then, you know, the the shitty family ones in the backyards where, you know, my dad would get like the burning schoolhouse. The burning schoolhouse. Yeah, and I'd I be like, this. The burning yeah, it, it would be my favorite one. And then it, it's just like, a Ooh! small fire in the shape of a yeah. schoolhouse. <laughs> like, fuck school. I get this. <laughs> Remember I know we were, the it. men were chasing us around with uh... Roman candles. Roman candles. I like, at we my house so that one time? Yes. Weren't we chased by the Roman battle. candle
3: men in Savo? Yes, yeah. Yeah. We That was the they first com- time I got drunk.
2: Yeah, they were coming for us. They chased
3: us and they were Americans.
2: Men especially love yeah. fireworks, though, you know? Yeah. Especially holding them. They're like, look at this. I can hold this yeah. thing it's and it's shooting shit. <laughs> kind
1: it of It speaks to that little boy <laughs>
3: stuff. It's like explosions and yeah. fire yeah. and shit i just find it's, them so nice. pointless
1: because they just they really really disturb wildlife which is my biggest qualm with them and they've invented fireworks that don't bang so why the fuck are we still doing this and terrorizing every single animal around them just so that we can see some pretty fucking light? i don't care <laughs> yeah it's one of those animals <laughs> gets it disturbs disturbed Brayden. yeah <laughs>
0: I mean, every once in a while, I think it's okay. I'd really like to explore these soundless fireworks. That would be kind of creepy, actually. It
1: would be creepy. Anyone have any other tales about Canada Day or... Well, I was in the I was in the cabin, so because Dylan's birthday is Canada Day, so I don't even oh, do nice. Canada Day. Whoa. It's just Dylan's. Oh, he birthday. He should be prime
2: minister. Mm-hmm. That would yeah, be amazing. He should be. That's yeah, a you great can. Platform. You should only be prime minister if you're born on Canada Day. <laughs> <That's>
0: yeah, beautiful. <laughs> just like weed out a bunch of people, and it would just make things easier. Maybe. <laughs>
3: imagine i'm currently directly looking at a window facing a billowing canadian flag right now it's really really wow. amping up my canadian spirit for this please podcast. take a
0: picture okay and, uh, we'll a, post
3: i'm it. looking at it through like metal grates but my new podcast are location you saying you have bars on your window
1: patriotic
3: i don't know mm-hmm. it's some weird cage just they've Fixed on
1: my window. Oh, wait. Yeah, we were talking about that when we were there last. We were like, why are there just fucking bars on Braden's window? I don't know. I
3: think it's like a style (laughs) choice. My house kind of looks like an old, like, British brown row house and i don't know i think i think it was a style choice that they only put on my house because
1: yeah, the, the, <laughs> the other ones are like more jutted out kind of and then yours I... is just flat against your window like prison bars it's so weird
0: yeah
3: i don't know right.
1: anyway like harry
0: potter hashtag here's a fun one hashtag <laughs> catterday ah,
3: nice.
1: what does this
0: mean i know at least two of you are having a day.
3: Because my cat's been on this podcast. I wonder if people could hear the purring through the microphone. (gasps) Guys, right on cue, my cat jumped on my table.
0: Yes. Catterday is just Saturday with like a lot of cats. Is it like one
1: day a year event or did someone just go, Yeah, catterday. No, it just comes up a lot
0: because people oh. like cats, and it, it fits in with the name, you know. And people yeah. are just so
1: bored that they. Have
3: to Honestly, do shit when like you said this. that, though, my cat jumped upon the table and has now strewn himself atop my podcasting equipment as though he knew it
0: was his day.
1: I'm so excited <laughs> to edit this episode. <laughs> there's
0: this one. There's this one tweet that's like made by what look. You know when people make accounts for their pets and act like the pet is posting.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's so the way you just describe
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a white cat named princess pebbles <laughs> and it says anyone that doesn't have a fabulous cat or day answers to me and it's Ooh. like a very serious photo of the cat's face.
3: Ooh, i have a new kitten Son in my house it. so i'm having a double cat or day his name is steven he's a little rascal
2: does he love you i remember the last time we recorded we all wished upon the stars and bid you good luck
3: he does like me a lot. Like, I, It's my roommate's cat, so I try to give him space love. to bond. But he comes into my room, and my roommate gets very upset by this. So he does like me. And him and my, my cat, Bruce, are best buds. <laughs> That's Looks good. I like cute. to see animals
0: getting along. Here's yeah. another tweet. In ancient times, cats were worshipped as gods. We have not forgotten this. Hashtag cat Another serious <laughs> photo of a cat. Was that- so I'm getting I'm getting serious vibes from this cat or day. It's not oh, all it's fun like and a fun day. It's a day of
3: reflection and worship. <laughs> 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 Cuz there is a lot of silly cat stuff on the internet. So maybe we do need this to <laughs> yeah, really time to, like, to, to reestablish
2: about about them as our gods. Yeah. Isn't like that one god or it's a sphinx. We we classify a sphinx. A sphinx as a cat, right? A sphinx, <laughs> a sphinx a no, Anubis. A sphinx is not a
1: cat. A sphinx is a mythological sphinx. creature. Well, what's Anubis then? Anubis is a god, but isn't it sphinxy? stop saying sphinx <laughs> like yeah, it's like a short form it. for like, sphinx I don't know I don't know how, how to say it <laughs> it's disturbing it's 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 just not sh- you're talking like Sean Connery like just Sh-sh-sh-sh-sh.
2: when I was a child I was obsessed with ancient Egypt and like everyone do- goes
0: through that Egypt phase as a yeah, kid I know like I-, I did a project on King Tutankhamun
2: <laughs> yeah I was obsessed I was obsessed with the movie The Mummy shout out same. to Brendan Fraser same
0: like my sister
2: and I watched it over and over again I love the name Anuk Sunamun, who was the yeah. mummy's lover
0: even though we all had an ancient Egypt phase I feel like you had like a very special ancient Egypt phase. yeah and yeah. then I wanted
2: to be a paleontologist and I would say it and it was one of those things where my mom because I was like four and my mom would be like hey Jenna tell them what you want to be when you grow up and I'd be like a paleontologist and it was just this point mm, of pride so for my smart. mom
1: and here I was as a kid being like hi I'm Shelley Duval. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I could be a fucking paleontologist right now
3: the Point of day. I can has cheeseburgers is no longer. Oh my <laughs> god, god.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's you time to usher, <laughs>
0: yeah. to usher in doing. the, <laughs> the thing of, of the time of the serious cats.
3: I like it, I'm into it. lolcats.com
0: oh, fall cats. Yeah, Remember, no that was
3: that was sick internet content.
0: That was the was like, like that was the <laughs> Fucking peak of internet content, but everything world. wasn't all fucking depressing and shit. It was just like you go online, you look at some cats being silly. God, was I, I can ask
3: cheeseburgers the birth of the meme or around that time? It might have been
0: like one of the first memes that made it yeah. out of four chan and into like the public consciousness.
3: Mm-hmm. That's
0: sick. Yeah, good one. That was a good one. Good job. It was good. <laughs> I have a irrelevant question for you guys, but I wanted just to get your thoughts. So Ooh. the Toronto Star is shopping new slogans. So I'm going to read these slogans to you oh, and tell me God. which one you like, or, or just tell me your thoughts. <laughs> and one like of the questions so was, bad. how would you rate each slogan for excites me? Excites Wait, what's, me. Can, <laughs> what's the it slogan right me. now?
1: I need, uh, I need to
0: compare. Oh yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I Someone me, look that up. Know. Okay, so here they are. For every color of Canada, weird, we don't repeat, Ew. we report. Facts what? that fight for all. <laughs> Canada's common grounds.
3: <laughs> These are all so bad. Yeah, we terrible. don't cover.
0: We uncover.
3: Fighting I for hate all. That one. Fighting for all is like it's so weird, pretentious, like, or something. Like, what are you? A what are you fighting, fighting for? Like Calm
1: down. A bunch of fucking militarized
0: journalists fighting for Canada. What matters to many. That one's a little more temperate. <laughs> not all, but many.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's almost like not strong enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> journalism that fights for all that's fine humanity above all and the last one the people's paper
2: yeah so the, their current the slogan paper. um like has been a paper for the people
1: why don't they just oh, leave just it switching at that the order like, of yeah. It? yeah that's
3: fine all of those are so bad they need to hide, like even just on a level of like catchy marketing slogan like they're not they're just like weird direct yeah. sentences they seem yeah. very
1: weird I don't like the anyone. one that
3: I didn't mind was the something to do with covering.
0: Yeah, we don't but, no, cover, we uncover. Yeah, that's yeah. That, nice. That's the only one that sounds like journalistic Because mm. the other ones, they're like, catchy.
2: all they're all obviously everyone and, knows that they're not objective right but they're like oh no we're fighting for all people but i mean like they're pretty slanted views right so and
3: it's a little up its own ass yeah i don't think of the toronto star and i'm like man that's the paper (laughs) quality
2: journalism they're (laughs)
0: uncovering (laughs) shit that no one else yeah it's like really
3: it seems like racially just racial justice is their like angle there but they're not really known for that (laughs) yeah
1: it is very bizarre Probably just trying to get some clicks right now while everyone's what at home. What could be a better one? Moderately relevant. Yeah, Toronto, yeah, Toronto
0: Star. Uh, it's available. We're a paper. It's available. It's available. It's available. <laughs> I Actually, I like their crosswords. Like, literally yeah. the reason I get the I stars because like I like their crosswords better than the Globe and Mail, but I feel like maybe I'll... Switch i used to like year. the sun
3: the best only because of their comics layout mm-hmm. when yeah. i was a kid
0: these are important things to consider the they sunshine the girl <laughs> the oh star the sunshine <laughs> girl didn't sunshine
3: we have a friend sunshine that was girls. one of those i know they listened to the podcast oh did we <laughs> yeah
1: that's Sick. amazing
3: i might be wrong let's get her on they the pod con- <laughs> they can contact me if this rumor is true <laughs>
1: let's get her on the pod and interview her about the ins and outs of toronto star Oh, I would love to.
3: The sunshine. Or the game. sun.
1: The Toronto sun. Yeah. Well, let's Do see. Is that still a thing? Yeah. I would imagine so. It really? is. Because sometimes when I'm looking up absolute units, I go to Toronto Sun.
0: <laughs> their
3: website. Yeah, that makes sense. And I always a good, find that's them. a good
1: mine. Oh, th- oh my God. That would be their motto Toronto Sun. Absolute your place unit. for all the absolute <laughs> units. <laughs> so, what did we land on for the Toronto Star slogan? Toronto it's available. Star. It's available.
2: <laughs> Come and get it. That's too
1: aggressive. Uh, ooh.
2: <laughs> that should be ooh. our
1: motto. Yeah. Come Foxy, ladies, and get it. come and get it. Come and get it. Nah, 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 what is
0: that? Nah
3: nah, that? Nah,
1: nah, nah, I don't know, but we're about to get uh, Rihanna?
0: <laughs> no. They <laughs> okay. did say that. On to the docket for today. Ontario announces a new math curriculum, including financial planning and coding. <laughs> so you know how all your life you've probably heard someone be like, doing taxes for the first time and they're like why didn't i learn this in school yeah
1: <laughs> um which is kind I don't of mind-boggling much- to me because it's literally just a step-by-step instruction thing and you just enter the numbers from your fucking forms into where they go it couldn't be any easier
3: it's kind of complicated when you have other aspects like if you have a business mm-hmm. or things to write off and stuff
1: yeah. Well, I so guess.
3: first, I guess
0: we could talk about the fact that this was introduced during this crazy time. So I think some teachers are pissed about that, right, Jenna?
2: Yeah. Fire hashtag fire leche was trending on Twitter. So Stephen Leche is the minister of education. Who I is it Leche or Leche? Leche. Okay. He's really good looking. He He's graced my presence multiple times. Teachers unions got fire leche t- tr- um, trending because. They were like, we don't even, most teachers don't even know if they are returning back to teaching in September. Given all of this, why are you introducing an entire
1: new curriculum when there's bigger shit Was it really that big of a change, though?
2: Yeah, I mean, I was looking more into it, and they're going to start teaching some of these things uh, in grade one, but they're basically, they want to use relevant and practical examples so students can connect math to everyday life. So yeah, like gigabytes birds, and megabytes. Yeah, like for like example, grade one, students could plan and track class donations to a food bank. And by grade eight, students could develop a strategy to reduce waste at school. And then the whole aspect of financial literacy, they're saying that students will build their skills and knowledge about the value and use of money, how decisions impact personal finances, as well as develop consumer and civic awareness.
1: Hmm. I think the finance thing could actually be A good thing to start learning and ingraining in your head at a young age in this cruel and capitalist world we live in. (laughs) Fuck, I'm still trying to crawl my way out of a fucking credit K hole. So maybe if I had learned a few things in elementary school, I would have had the wherewithal to not fuck myself over in the first place. The last
2: update to mat- Ontario's math curriculum was 2005. I mean so much shit has changed since then. I'm yeah, sure it was like truly. needed a bit of an overhaul and this is the first time they've put the whole math curriculum online for teachers and I or, and um parents and I went and looked at it and it's like step by step what they're going to be teaching examples of what what they're doing well ontario students notoriously suck at math
0: and they suck at math more and more every year i wonder what's going on with that like do you think that it's just like an attention thing like maybe it's harder to stick with certain math concepts
1: or is there a decline in sciences in general like math physics chemistry or is it just math that's a good question i don't know the answer to that Because if it's sciences, then maybe that could be some sort of like societal thing. But I think the weirdest thing for me in this was that they're pushing teaching kids how to tell time on a round clock until grade three instead of grade one. And it makes sense because all kids have fucking smartphones and stuff now. But it just it's just so weird to me because I remember grade one. Shout out to Mrs. German. <laughs> she, Mrs. German. She taped it was spelled with a Y, though. <laughs> um, oh. She taped a clock Important on the floor with masking tape. And I remember like everybody standing around the class learning how to tell time because you had to physically go to the number. And it's just so weird that so much has changed since I was in grade one that now it's like completely irrelevant to learn how to tell time on a clock like that now. I until agree like that two that's, years later. <laughs> that's pretty
0: mind blowing. I remember. Yeah, I remember Big Comfy Couch, Lunette yeah. the Clown kind of doing the clock thing. And I, I like that. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Like even like teaching coding that nobody could have seen that coming, obviously, because nobody mm-hmm. saw computers being a household item to the point where now they're a pocket item. Mm-hmm. And I, I do, it's it's kind of like when you think about how back in the day they had home economics and yeah. stuff as a course, yeah. and I was always like, oh, I kind of wish they still had that, maybe. Yeah, learn how to sew a button, you know? <laughs> it goes to, like, the age-old question of what's school for. Like, my one thing, like, I'm sure these changes are, are fine, I guess. I don't know. I obviously am not an education expert, but sometimes I do wonder about the push to making, because I've definitely noticed this in university, where It's more about teaching you, quote, skills than it is about encouraging, I don't know, education for its own sake. I don't know if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah,
0: It's like, on the one hand, obviously, kids need to be leaving with, like, practical skills, I guess, but it also shows how, like, those are not learned in the community anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. your family's not going to teach you how to tell time. You're just going to have to learn (laughs) to grade three for you to absorb that. Or same
2: with, like, the finance stuff. I I totally, I see your point, but, I mean, I'm grateful that my mom she started teaching me all these things and I kind of have almost like school outside of school but I think that a lot of children probably don't even have that and they don't know how to they may not be taught to be financially responsible I don't know see any other yeah no it's, it's I'm
0: not against it it's more just like a interesting development it's sad if you look at it that way um, one
3: one advantage, um, this is more on the level like practical skills that kids today have and we have because I've become like acutely aware of it. And getting this new house, it's like YouTube and access to the internet, though. So like you can find out things on your own now. Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not as necessary to have learned it from someone else. I've been doing like very small construction pro projects in my house, and I've had no trouble like figuring it out just because YouTube exists. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is that element of life now.
1: Yeah, that's true. The coding the coding thing is the thing I find weird about it. I understand like coding is I guess relevant, but it seems so more of a niche thing to be learning about at a young age. That's like including lessons to speed walking in gym class. It's like no one's gonna (laughs) fucking go into speed walking. You know what I mean? Like a very small group of people are going to go into professions where you would need coding. I mean, like I've gone through my entire life not needing coding coding i learned certain coding to do like special msn fucking messenger emojis or like different, uh, shout like, out to bold. myspace hacking yeah. into your yeah. css to make your yeah. font purple or like change <laughs> your the coding... background and shit but it's not i don't think it's like a necessity uh,
3: i disagree with the coding thing personally like i think it's probably one of the more relevant things that they're going to learn we maybe specifically didn't use it but I don't use every single thing I learned in school either, but mm-hmm. I do think it's pro. And tech is one of the most booming industries. Mm-hmm. If you're going to prepare students to be able to make money to like succeed, yeah, I think sure. coding is actually probably, in my opinion,
1: yeah, that's too true. Like moving, like moving to the information economy, it is going to be required Even to know but... like
3: some basics they're not they're i'm sure they're not going to teach them like very complicated coding it would be more like yeah. just how to like get by yeah. um yeah they're but... they're prepping it just students seems to contribute
2: <laughs> to the economy and the tech industry yeah, um yeah. but guys we could have if we had coding classes we could all be powerful empowered Girl women bosses. in STEM <laughs> right now
0: women in leaning STEM. in yeah, apparently they just brought the times tables back too, which I feel like they never should have gotten rid of.
1: Yeah, what? I didn't even know they were gone. They did some weird shit with
0: math where they were trying to teach it more conceptually because I was going to tutor some kid, but I ended up not doing it because it wasn't worth the money. But the way we learned it is not the way they were doing it for a little while, mm. and I it, it was kind of like mind-blowing to me. And uh, I think they just went back to the old way, which is more just about calculation, which I think is probably... The way to go and maybe that's why kids started sucking at math i suck um, at fucking math
1: i can't do well, it
2: what was the most useless course you guys probably took in or class you took in high school that you can
1: remember civics and careers is definitely up there yeah careers was shit it was civics and careers it was split up half of the semester you did civics and then half you did careers right am i remembering that correctly yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah. yeah careers class was just a shit show like literally the only thing we got marked on in the whole class was you had to make a board game about like jobs or something and it was just fucking ridiculous and then my, yeah, my here's s- all these jobs that you undoubtedly will not end up going into because yeah. you're fucking 15 right now and then we had to do like online quizzes what's your future job and everybody would just get librarian
0: <laughs> yeah I did an online job quiz that they made us all do and it was just literally I, I'm convinced it was just like a randomly generated I had like professor yeah. as the top one but then I had like window washer yeah. like, in the top 10 i was like okay like opposite. for the window
1: washers of the world yeah i remember <laughs> civics too our teacher i think his name is mr peterson actually and he literally our class would form in the classroom and then he'd come to the classroom and open the door and just take attendance and then be like all right see you guys just fill out this because we got like, a, a pamphlet package at the beginning and you had to fill the whole thing out to like complete civics or whatever. But you just come in, take attendance and then leave. And we'd be like, OK. He wasn't even there for the class. He was just like, goodbye. <laughs> it was so pointless. <laughs> Do you guys have any other like funny stories or things that you wish you would have learned as a youngster? When I
0: was when I took math in university and I found out how like cool it can be, I definitely regretted not learning more there's no way i guess they can really introduce that in elementary school mm-hmm. but a lot of people think math is just like calculating shit. but i don't know there's more to it than that and our whole life actually... is
2: made of mathematical equations
0: <laughs> it is like Shut equations can be beautiful and like math explains <laughs> the world
2: and i don't know but obviously that's not i remember i took um a journal it was called like it was journalism but literally the whole class, we didn't learn anything about integrity within journalism or like objectivity in the media or anything. It was literally a, a class made so the teacher could have a group of people that did the yearbook. So all oh. we did all year was fucking make the yearbook. And that was it. I always
0: wanted to be, part of me always wanted to be on the yearbook thing because oh I was God. like, I would like to choose the photos that go in the yearbook. Yeah. But that's funny that they didn't really teach you anything. They're just like, here, make this. It was yeah. It was a I learned all
3: it. I needed to know, and I'm perfect because of it.
1: As she sure. sucks on a popsicle <laughs> while we're recording a podcast. <laughs> yes. <You're>
3: so hot. <laughs> no, there's plenty I should have learned. <laughs> there's no. Uh, there's no. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop talking now. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> Right. well
0: that's school for you it
3: people ain't... like hearing me eat a popsicle i think
1: no Is i'm gonna right? have to edit all of this
3: out asmr
1: incorrect okay do us a little asmr slurp no, no on popsicle. your popsicle not just oh. freeze you, you just mimic you
2: just mimicked what it would sound like when you have a popsicle ready to use no the uh,
3: piece of my mouth that was a true uh, popsicle. hold on i'll do okay. another one for all you pervy little ASMR people out there. Mm. Yum, mm, yum. That
1: Don't made me not like want a popsicle there. anymore.
3: It's banana. <laughs> oh, I just want to ask the flavors.
0: Okay, next topic. <laughs> The man, the legend, Jordan Peterson is alive. Yeah. He's
1: alive. I, I truly thought he wasn't going to come back from Russia, or wherever was he was. I was a little worried that he talk. was going to die, and I was
0: like, that would be way, that would be really dark. I like, thought he <laughs> was like <laughs> on the road to death. Like I thought he was for sure going to perish because <laughs> nobody heard from him for a long time. And like, if you're going to Russia to treat a benzo addiction, you know that you might not come back. Yeah. Or I thought
3: maybe. maybe you need to take all his stuff a little more seriously. <laughs> I list,
2: I was watching some live YouTube stream. I can't remember what it was. But there's a live chat going on beside and I think it was someone else's made up profile, but I didn't I we did not do any investigation on whether or not i obviously it probably wasn't him, but like a doctor, Jordan Peterson, was commenting on everything they said being like yes i'm still in russia the nurses are treating me really well and it was addressing everything that they were saying in the video it was really funny and people like believed it was him and they're like i'm glad you're doing well man
1: what <laughs> if it was him that's bizarre that was his yeah, midnight Shyamalan in the movie theater moment <laughs> <Yeah>. sha <Shyamalan. laughs>
0: So, um, I, I the first I saw him, it was a picture of him and his daughter Michaela in Serbia. It was just oh. like a photo of them together, okay. and I was like, Serbia. everyone was like, "Oh my god, he's alive!" Um, okay, so he wrote a opinion thing in the National Post. Um, it was very literary and intense. Yeah, um, I would
1: say sweet. pretentious, even maybe. <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, yeah, I, you could go there, and uh, he talked a little bit about the because his whole shtick was being critical of academia and the turn it's taken towards more roughly, you could call it postmodernism and in favor of abstract, you know, maybe laudable goals like inclusivity and like um, social justice, but sometimes at the expense maybe of academic integrity and freedom of speech and and, uh, rigor of work. In this article he's basically saying like "Nya, nya, i told you so because things have definitely gotten more intense since mm-hmm. he was popular and since he left the scene um one of the things he talks about a little bit about is the retraction of articles which i actually agree with him is like completely insane and a really scary sign yeah that they're just like you don't retract an article you if you don't like an article you write a comment about the article or you write your own article outlining why that article is yeah, wrong you don't just cancel you don't re- the article <laughs> yeah you can't just like strike it from the record that's insane mm-hmm. especially over he talks about some chemistry prof who wrote some long ass uh thing and Uh, And it it talks a little bit about the the age old thing about bringing in trying to bring in diverse groups and like whether that's meritocratic and whatever. And you can, of course, disagree with that. But like to sort of remove this from the record because of that, I I do think is, is, is insane.
1: Just like edit it out of reality. It's an
0: opinion. Yeah, and, <laughs> like, and and paint and paint him as some sort of horrible person for saying it when I think it's, it's not like I wouldn't go all the way there with him, but I don't think it's unreasonable. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Just what were your guys' general thoughts about it?
1: I pretty much thought the same thing. Like, yeah, he makes a bunch of valid points that like, as you said, it was like a ha this is happening kind of thing. He was just bringing out all these examples of people who have been pretty much silenced because of stupid little things that have happened. And it just, I don't know, it just kind of scares me because is that what we're moving towards in the future? All professors and any anybody in academia has to be just this carbon cutout copy of something that they're supposed to be as to not hurt anyone's feelings or like it's just so creepy yeah i'm i'm I'm
0: seeing I'm sensing creepiness, and it's kind of why I've been in like disarray for the past month because I thought I wanted to continue in academia, but now I'm not sure because it does feel like it's taking a weird turn. Mm-hmm. and I don't know, but there there was another point he made and and I thought you made a good point about it, Ainsley um. So he uses all these kind of scary things, and then he uses his last example, though, is about this grant that was granted to some researchers uh, about like decolonizing light <laughs> <laughs> and like using kind of indigenous forms of knowledge to understand um the sciences. Mm-hmm. And so I think he sort of misrepresents what that's all about. yeah, um, but I don't know. it's you I, you had like a few thoughts about that.
1: Yeah, I just know because. In his little piece, he was just saying that some indigenous perspectives being allowed into science or like other ways of knowing in science is just a push to be politically correct and inclusive of indigenous people. But I think that's kind of just completely disregarding the value that this knowledge has and how this knowledge and its value could expand science and make it better, I think. Cause he refered, he referenced the indigenous participation in science in that one as magical or whatever the fuck he said, and I just don't find it very insightful or, or for him to say that. It just kind of makes him seem critical of any outcome that could happen, negative or positive. He kind of has his mind made up because he thinks it's silly, but there is value in that, you know. And like Western science is so deeply entrenched in a very rigid way of thinking. And it's all been the same approaches, the same way of doing things there's different types of knowledge that can come from different places and different people and different groups that could expand on that very rigid way of doing things. And that might not be a bad thing. And we kind of have to wait and see and explore that stuff in order to figure it out. We can't just dismiss it because that's not science. Science isn't dismissing every single thing because it doesn't adhere to a rule. It's evaluating that and expanding it and seeing what happens through a theory, right? Yeah, I I agree with that. And I think one of the
0: problems with this whole conversation is that like legitimate stuff gets lumped in with like the stupid bullshit yeah. and then like people are arguing about the stupid bullshit um, but then they bring in the legitimate stuff Um, like for example uh, what I was thinking about was like standpoint theory which is the yeah. idea that in order to truly understand an issue you should Like a social issue, obviously you need to consult um, the marginalized in that situation. Mm -hmm. So to truly understand what's going on in Wet'suwet'en, you have to at least at some point consult the people living there, right? In order to truly understand women's experiences in uh, physically abusive relationships, you'd have to fucking consult them. Mm -hmm. That that seems pretty non-controversial, but it's been totally twisted, and it's been it's become this weird thing where all women think the same and they all have this one position and whatever a woman says is always right no matter what which is of course absurd so people sometimes are arguing against that and then inadvertently they argue against the more legitimate core concept or vice versa Mm -hmm. um so so it's all just a, a a crazy mess i think that academics should be pushing against the nonsense more because they Mm -hmm. get mad at people fighting against these concepts but it's like but you do allow a lot of nonsense to fester and then you're surprised when people are skeptical about these initiatives yeah i think they're you know decolonizing light that might sound like a little crazy to someone like they'd be like Mm -hmm. what are you talking about like it's light like it's facts like how can how can there be different like perspectives on that but Mm. when you read about it you're like oh okay I get it. In other side of Eden, for example, a good example of this, I think, was there was like a case a long time ago between the uh, an Inuit group and the Canadian government because white settlers fucked up uh, the animal uh, bird migration stuff there, which they would hunt. Mm-hmm. And scientists were saying, no, that didn't happen. And indigenous people were like, our families have lived here for generations. And like, yes, that de- definitely did happen. And back then it was like, well, you're not a scientist. So what do you know? Which yeah. is crazy because it's like they fucking live there their whole lives and they probably know more than you do (laughs) yeah yeah so so that's the type of thing where it's like i think that's a good example of explaining why indigenous knowledge isn't just some like crazy woo mysticism thing it's like yeah it's 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 knowledge grounded in reality and in like material fucking living and etc but but it does i think that people because you hear all the time to decolonize this, decolonize that. Like every day, yeah. with feminism will have an article being like decolonize, like your skincare routine, and like decolonize <laughs> yeah. your tissues. It like, is a lot so- of it
1: is like the language of it all that people are now because it's so overused and we're so overstimulated with it that now when we think of the word decolonize, we associate it with all these stupid little things like decolonize your skincare routine or whatever, <laughs> and we don't actually associates it with the meaning of the word which is a huge part of how social media interferes with the understanding of these processes yeah it's crazy yeah in my program we learn a lot about just indigenous perspectives like traditional ecological knowledge and stuff like that for in environmental studies and environmental science and it's really interesting just learning about that and all the different ways that western science has been pretty much limited they've just been in a box and indigenous perspectives are increasingly especially in my program like environmental programs are becoming so so important in things like this like every time there's a consultation in some sort of environmental issue whether it be science or just like sociology or whatever there's always consultation with indigenous people now because it's very important for the science of it to go further because there's only there are such finite limitations to western science.
0: Yeah, so there's a lot of good stuff I fear being buried buried mm. by bullshit and then people like Jordan Peterson rise to fame because they're calling out the bullshit and people hate them for it but like i mean i always i remember hearing when he first came to prominence and everyone was like calling him a nazi and shit and Mm -hmm. saying he was like this horrible person and i listened to some of his talks and i read some of his shit and i was like i just don't agree i don't agree with everything he says by any means but i don't i think that some of his points are extremely valid his criticisms of academia are spot on Mm -hmm. they don't describe you know everything it's not all bad but he is touching on an important Peace that's happening, and it's resonating with people. So and, people got mad
1: at him. Yeah, and he and they is, needed to smear him. And academia is about learning things and making your own conclusions. You know, like it's not all about just taking what someone says at face value. Every single word. Everybody is an individual human being. Like teachers are too. You know, like I don't know. An,
0: an interesting thing that I just thought of too is he kind of got uh popular because he applies like he talks about the importance of old values like religion um he uses like this religious uh, understanding of things to frame sociological and psychological phenomena and so for him so therefore for him to kind of express skepticism about the indigenous ways of knowing or different ways of knowing is kind of ironic because in a way he is a thinker outside of the quote neoliberal like scientific paradigm Mm -hmm. because even though he's a clinical psychologist he does use a lot of like woo theories you could say like psychosocial theories Mm -hmm. Um, so that's just something i just thought of as well that maybe if Someone could explain it to him that way, that he would be Yeah, he
1: seems pretty, like, just a little far off in the whole indigenous thing, in my opinion, claiming that they're trying to be politically correct about stuff. And it's like, no, a lot of these people are just wanting a certain level of respect before entering into, like, scientific relationships with Western scientists. And it's not something that can be deemed as politically correct, if that's all they're trying to do. It's just, they're just trying to make sure that their knowledge... And their processes and their communities and their lives are protected in value. Same goes for wanting opportunity in different fields of science as well. Like, you can't just write it off as them trying to be politically correct, right?
0: Yeah. It's separate, I think, definitely from from the, some of the more sinister elements in academia. Yeah, but, um, but I do understand I, you, certain
1: criticisms of that when it does get silly. Uh, did you guys
0: see that Michaela Peterson has a podcast? No. No. <laughs> i but chime did. in
2: just for this i've been like mia this entire discussion i'm so curious about her for some reason she, okay i want to get her on the pod I yes wonder- <laughs>
0: I think she would she's, come on. She's a very interesting person. Like, her, you need to watch the... I just watched the first five seconds. Literally, it's her in, like, a bedroom. Like, basically, like, what you look like right now. She's like, hi, welcome to the Michaela Peterson podcast. Oh, my God. And that's all I needed to hear. I was like, I need to get her on, on her show. But, <laughs> well, yeah, she, I,
2: I yeah, I wanted her to come on after she did the video talk, like, giving an update on her dad. <laughs> she has nice eyebrows. Yeah, what? there you have it. She
1: has know. nice. I eye- I never. She even does even like they very prominent eyebrows. I don't really understand.
2: I do. I do.
3: I only do if they're have crazy. nice eyebrows too, Jenna
2: oh thank you yeah you just made me notice your eyebrows yeah same I
3: like,
0: maybe it's because she doesn't have good eyebrows and I'm like wrong I'm so she's thankful from- that
1: I didn't like shave off my eyebrows in grade 7 and draw them on with eyeliner like everyone oh was my doing. god I
0: remember going to my friend's house during that <laughs> eyebrow craze and like I just opened the door and there there's like four hairs left and she's like okay I went a little crazy with the eyebrow plucker and oh. I got so scared I've never ever ever like touched my eyebrows I just me neither I'm like no uh, no, I was scarred for life. The, the they don't phase. grow back.
2: They don't grow back. Not
3: not the same. I had no. my eyebrow pierced.
2: Oh
3: yeah. Uh, Sickled, pierced. And I still have like lack of hair in that well, there's a scar, first of all. So I constantly get asked about if I had my eyebrow pierced. So there's no hiding from that decision, young people. <laughs> and, but like now my hair like doesn't grow all the way down on that side of my eyebrow and it actually does really annoy me
1: i'm literally like losing eat. my mind over you with an eyebrow piercing it's so funny i, know.
3: I had my nose me oh. and sonya both had our nose pierced as well but we both got those like keloid infections <laughs> yeah. Sonia's sonya's
2: though
3: yeah sonya had him in row it was beautiful so did I, I didn't know
1: you but i've seen photos then
3: i actually like them in row piercing
1: I Personally. still have, my like, a huge scar from it. Like, I don't notice it, but other people are like, oh, did you have your Monroe pierced? And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, did. Oops. Yeah.
3: I only had my <laughs> eyebrow pierced for, like, I feel like it wasn't that long, but there's yeah. a very prominent scar there, which I don't mind having it, I but just, it's kind of funny. I just
1: remember pictures of you from high school having your eyebrow pierced and your nose pierced, but it was like a giant ring because it was the one you got it pierced with and you were scared to change it because you had the <laughs> keloid. And then you had braces and they're just like funny pictures of you with like high school makeup and like your hair curled so with like eyebrow, metal. nose, braces.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I really let my personality shine. Through. That's what piercings are for. Sonia's
1: lip piercing too. You had a lip piercing for so long. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. I still like lip piercing. I have I My think. center lip pierced, which I barely even remember. I had like a. And lip so you ring. have the type of
0: face though that can like take
1: piercings Anything. Yeah. and like
0: hairstyles and on like her. yeah. I remember I was like oh like I like your your um was it the smiley yeah, or what's like, the yeah. one that's under the lip? You were like I've literally had this for like seven months. <laughs> and I
1: was
3: just like
0: oh. <laughs> yeah they i just don't notice blends them. right in i don't <laughs> notice them
3: on most people like they just blend into their face but like especially ainsley like honestly like right now if you covered your face and said what is pierced on my face i have no fucking idea, like, <laughs> yeah, no idea. i actually get you
2: that do. a lot schrodinger's piercing i don't piercing. have that face like imagine me with any oh my god it would piercing. change everything. everything it would be, a thing. It would be yes. unacceptable the girl
3: with that piercing on her yeah, face yeah truly and that's all you would be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it would define me entirely. So, so stay true to yourself. Okay. Uh, conservative leadership race. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, the conservatives are looking for a new top conservative. we This
3: is the title of the topic.
0: <laughs> I like to try different things. You know? I like that you do
3: it. Like but to, it yeah. needs to be acknowledged it's, it's hard. So... Remember
2: I tried doing it? No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Never again yeah. is like Sonia's
3: weird segues are some of my favorite content of the whole podcast. Me too. So very very I'd great. really rather you never change. You
2: no, it's Sonia's segues and then Ainsley's follow-up comment. Just being like yeah. no 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 <laughs> hey, yeah. Son- and we're just like sonia stop <laughs>
3: yeah. sonia or well, ainsley doesn't let us get away with, with anything, anything. No, yeah. Yeah. No. Sure, like, i heard that sometimes yeah. i think
0: i've gotten away with it and i'll be looking around and then i see ainsley and then she's <laughs> no! like got a big smile on her face ready to rip on me for whatever i just said and
3: i'm like damn we need <laughs> she keeps it she's
1: like
0: checks and balances that's right okay so the top conservative race has four main contenders and two of the most top contenders Erin O'Toole and Peter McKay are scrapping now the first thing I wanted to say is that when I heard the name Erin O'Toole I pictured a slender lady with like a blonde bob
1: really I pictured like an Irish man that is thick
0: (laughs) <laughs> but you pictured correctly Because <laughs> that is what he actually looks like, and it's a man, but I guess I because guess Aaron to me is now like a female name, kind of like Braden to me is a female name, yeah, but no, Aaron O'Toole is like this big, big red boy, <laughs> big, big um and Peter bully. McKay, as we've discussed, I think Ainsley, you aptly put it, looks like a soccer ball kicked in sideways, yeah like yeah. an old soccer deflated soccer ball kicked in on the side. <laughs> So, McKay's in the top spot. He's accusing, no, O'Toole is accusing McKay of stealing confidential data from his campaign. He's called for a police investigation into this. He alleges that he stole some Zoom video conference shit, which has all his like campaign strategy stuff and like his conversations with other members of the Conservative Party I was, of Canada. I was
1: reading too that they there were three hundred invitees or whatever to that Zoom call, and the information was like in no way deemed private or whatever. So they're all like, obviously, this might have happened. Like, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think that. There are, I was reading that there are a lot of similarities between all the candidates and it's ha- hard to even, like, differentiate what they're, like, the special things that they're bringing aside from the other ones to the table. There was also apparently a leadership debate on June 17th that probably no one tuned in for. No. Yeah, I was like, oh, there was. I was like, should we yeah. watch that? But I guess <laughs> I I... I don't think people mainly watch those ones. It, I think it's for the in-party affairs kind of mm-hmm. thing, where they're meant to like reach out to other caucus members and stuff. I'm finding it's it so hard different to from care the American system. about
1: conservative politics right
2: now. <laughs> but yeah, it's I was reading more up on, um, aside from that little scandal, the four contenders, the other two are, what are their names? Um, a Toronto lawyer who uh, her family, like she comes from an immigrant working Background from her parents are from Jamaica. Her name's Leslyn Lewis, and then there's this rookie Ooh, MP, Derek that's Sloan. A
1: superhero name, yeah. They're
0: the they're the quote SoCon ones because they're more like socially Lewis. conservative, whereas Peter McKay is trying to be less socially conservative and. Aaron O'Toole's kinda like he's less socially conservative as well, but he's grappling with what to do, <laughs> I'm sure.
2: So yeah, it's it's the so cons versus the not so cons. Yeah, like the social moderates. I was I was reading about this fucking Leslin woman and she's a practicing her, I, don't uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, pent Pentecost Pentecostal? Pentecostal Christian Pentecostal. And so she's as Sonia said, really embraced social conservative values and she she's firmly opposed to the government's uh push to ban conversion therapy and on abortion and she told her supporters that she's pro-life and has no hidden agenda and that if she's elected she would move to ban sex selective abortions criminalize coercive abortions increase funding for pregnancy centers and end funding for international abortions through Canada's foreign aid but then I was like then I was reading this ridiculous article that was like no she's going to like because she's black she's gonna yeah. like really help the like race rhetoric in canada <laughs> i mean it would be hard
0: to 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 racialize like those types of issues anymore but um yeah no like definitely it's gonna be hard for her to get elected running on that type of shit I- i'm surprised that her and sloan are even going for it Yeah, because but... you saw
2: andrew Shear get like owned
0: by
1: that
0: well yeah peter mckay was even like saying i don't know if he did or he was planning on marching in the gay pride parade so he's really trying to i guess if this is a battle for like what the future of the conservative party is Mm. in canada i know michael chong who's like a prominent mp and like a very popular one he's a conservative but he's a progressive type of conservative where he Mm He doesn't really care about social issues at all. Like, he's just like, yeah, sure, let the liberals do what they want with that. Like, let's focus on the economic stuff, which is kind of scary because you can push a lot of really damaging economic, not, not that I think Michael Chong specifically is doing this, but just in general, I think it's easy for conservatives to hide behind progressive social rhetoric and push through policies that end up actually hurting the people Mm -hmm. that they claim to which is what liberals do all the time right so it just seems like we're gonna have two (laughs) fucking liberal parties and then we're gonna have the super liberal party which is the ndp everybody just Um, pointing fingers
1: at each other (laughs) spider-man meme once again yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, don't feel, know. I feel like
2: Peter McKay is going to come in for the win for all of those, like, yeah. as you said, what well, he's like. Can we also
1: just mention with that, what's her name, Les or <laughs> Les- Leslin, Leslin um, Pentecostal churches are those churches where people speak in tongues and like writhe on the floor so Really? And, and exercise yeah. each
2: other. Damn. Yeah. Exor- Exorcism. But if the conservatives <laughs> elected the
0: first black um, yeah. you know, leadership, that would be quite the plot twist. It would be it definitely <laughs> would be <laughs> plot twist she only speaks in tongues during <laughs> her speeches. <laughs> Well, they're saying that all this infighting is only going to benefit Justin Trudeau, but I don't know about that because it gives the conservatives attention, which otherwise, no, but like I literally wouldn't have like given a fuck or like known who these people were if it wasn't for this little scandal, quote, (laughs) fucking Canadian scandals are so lame. (laughs) <laughs> Which is maybe a good thing, but I did like how his campaign manager said on Twitter when they came out with these allegations: "Not a single word of this is true." And he put three crying, laughing emojis, and I don't know why. I just <laughs> wait, like the wait, idea wait. Of like- Peter
2: McKay's campaign manager. Yeah. <laughs> I love so that. Funny. They Politicians and their staff need to use emojis more. I would respect yeah. them more. They need to if be like only, only me. I could do that. Emojis still weird her. me out.
3: They but. just have to, the, the one thing they have to watch out for is controlling the amount they use. I feel like that's where like older people fall into traps and use me. like 10 in a row. And then, then you that. have all these really <laughs> critical
2: articles trying to like debunk uh, yeah. their like series of emojis yeah. being like, no, no, this is what it's meaning.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. An emoji
3: you means a lot. Like when I put an emoji, at most, you use one emoji, <laughs> one emoji or two at most. Well, unless you're Sonia. Not me. Or I like to put politician. Yeah,
0: I do think about the emoji though. Like I'm like, which emoji represents what I'm trying to say here? Because I have a, a really hard time expressing myself properly. Like I come off totally different from how i intend to so emojis help me like express myself how
1: i'm feeling truly on the inside i have the the opposite the the exact opposite relationship with emojis i'm like too straightforward sometimes that's so interesting though and i
2: i think that's very true of like the type of person you are because like ainsley's very expressive in her Mm -hmm. facial uh, movements and like her vocal range. And her gestures. And she's like, she is her punctuation effects. heavy. <laughs> she will not give you a smiley face. Sonia is like, fucking like five crying laughing face emojis yeah. being like hello and like that's it yeah. but she's like sitting on her couch quietly no 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 i, no, actually, I, I
3: love your emoji use too because it's it like warms the, my heart yeah i guess it's like because you don't do it in real life you're like yeah. oh
0: like Sonia really liked what i said there. yeah and it's that's how i wish i could come
1: across oh my god, with my god is that face, who you are but, yeah
0: <laughs>
1: sonya's secret emoji life
3: Maybe you should get like a uh, like the way like people have like those like talking machines and stuff. Get like oh an emoji. Like, yeah, she becomes what's I'll that be dude like, in
2: the wheelchair. The <laughs> talking Yeah, <with> <laughs> emoji. like a sim above your head
3: or something. That'd
0: be cool. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely benefit from that service grant thing. Yes. Okay. True Daddy. True daddy. He came up with it. A... Sorry. <laughs> No, no, I was letting you. (laughs) Moving on, moving on. (laughs) He came out with this spicy little program to give students a chance in this fucked up economy where they would volunteer and get a grant.
1: Yeah, I I think it's $1,000 per 100 hours of volunteer time if you're like in post-secondary. Which is like, all so, right. Why not? Okay, Come back. yeah.
0: So I guess that would probably be helpful. Um, I do feel really bad for students who were rely on, like summer job income and whatever. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a, it's a weird, scary time. But so that all that's all good. But then he decided to go with this we charity, <laughs> where they d- kind of do this as their thing. They connect students or young people or something to socially responsible opportunities and volunteer opportunities, as far as I can make out. Their website, like a lot of nonprofits, is a fucking labyrinth shit of like show. buzzwords and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what is actually happening? I don't know. <laughs> Does anyone have
1: anything to add about We Charity? And I don't really understand like what the whole issue was in him choosing it. Justin Trudeau and his wife were involved with we charity would show up to events and stuff but they never got paid or whatever but the whole issue that people are finding is that he's using this charity to le- charity to further his point of view or something but i'm like it's a charity for students why do we gotta go Wait, after yeah what, what was so-
2: so- Sophie sophie guigua she had,
1: she had more of involvement in it No. So, yeah, okay, she so this has is the thing a I podcast about it. I'm pretty sure something.
0: Yeah, so uh, originally I thought they like that his uh, wife ran it, and I was like, oh yeah, that's like sketchy and weird. But then it turns out that she's just an ambassador and they just like the program. So yeah, I, I was a little bit tempered by that. I was like, oh, that's not as bad as I thought it was at all. Like, Um, I don't know, any additional thoughts
1: about that? I, the whole program thing, like, Justin Trudeau coming out with it, I, for some reason in my mind, I was just picturing him being, like, on a throne or something, being like, go forth, young Canadians, and you shall receive Canadian taxpayer dollar, (laughs) expose yourselves to the misery of coronavirus, and here is your bounty, (laughs) like... Yeah. Justin
0: Trudeau should just have an English accent. I
2: would very much so appreciate it. With this one in particular, I don't think it's as like controversial of an involvement. I mean, this isn't the same, but I mean, like when governments are appointing people for like different public appointments for um different overseeing bodies of things and like poli- like for example, like a police services board, mm-hmm. the person has to be vetted to an extreme to make sure there aren't any like a personal or internal relationships with the party in power. But I mean, there are so many dealings that go on behind the scenes, like I would have people call me instead to like, talk about what politician, like the politician I would work for, or who they think would be the best, who really may have conservative values kind of mm-hmm. thing. So mm-hmm. I could see that mindset being applied to this. But mm-hmm. at the same, but it's very different because it is this whole other organization separate from Sophie Grégoire. And <laughs> yeah, I love saying her name. Um, I feel like croissants should fall out of the sky.
3: I don't know if this is kind of a silly thing to say. If she's an ambassador for it, like it it, it almost stands to reason you're going to, she clearly trusts this charity. It's a, like what yeah. that day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, if anything, that kind of just shows in a way
1: it's legitimacy yeah Yeah,
3: it's legitimacy and that it's something that they really trust and stand behind so i i I get that that might be a like technically a conflict of interest and like therefore they've they've pulled out or whatever but i mean that doesn't to me that doesn't seem particularly egregious more of Mm -hmm. like a technicality yeah and it's like this is supposed to be for
1: students can we all just stop like fighting each other and just let the poor fucking students get some money for doing some shit
2: yeah, and Trudeau yeah. said something uh when we charity came out with their whole like news release saying they pulled out of the like nine hundred and twelve million dollar thing. Um he was basically just like this is just going to impact the students because now the government is going to be responsible for administrating this and it's going to be not as well done because they don't have experience doing it the infrastructure, which yeah, is exactly what
0: conservatives normally oppose right normally they're like fuck the government like give it to like an outside mm-hmm organization or whatever mm-hmm. so it just seems like they're sort of shooting themselves It's it's sort of like you know Trudeau obviously deserves a lot of criticism but sometimes it's just like misfiring yeah. sometimes it's just like let's just get him on literally everything he does which I guess is just the nature of political leadership which is why it sounds like totally fucking awful to me yeah it's like literally everything you do is just the article <laughs> that I read about it too like, it was a just piece of shit yeah it was
1: just disproving every point it was like Sophie Gregoire whatever only got money one time because they were repaying her for her travel to an event or something and then it was like they've never paid them honoraria or anything for showing up and it's like what is the point of this article then like it's just like this is not anything yeah to like to be clear i think this charity sounds kind of
0: neoliberal and like dumb and like i think sophie's kind of an idiot obviously this program would probably do more than more good than anything and if i i get the logic of um but 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 it'll be interesting to see now how it gets done, yeah. and I think um, he, with the government administering. Yeah, and
1: he chose the program because of its platform and how it's all already like pre-organized. They can get the money to the students, log everything that they're doing, hook them up with different organizations. Yeah, or it's more efficient blah, blah, blah. that way
0: because they've already been doing. Yeah, and one of the
1: criticisms I think Peter mckay even was the one to say it. He was like, "Well, where's the proof that this is um the best one in Canada? Blah blah blah. It's the only one who does that." And it's like it's like who fucking cares it's just that's that is a reality of it i don't know i don't know either i just don't know but i it's it would probably look good on uh good on your resume vol, yeah, volunteered (laughs) in the pandemic (laughs) with and then and you wouldn't yeah and you wouldn't have to say that you got paid for it because it's (laughs) volunteering but you're getting paid. you could be like yeah i did like hundreds of hours of volunteer work, mm-hmm. you know. Wouldn't have to say yeah, that it was actually kind, kind of a job,
0: but funny oxymoron. Yeah. Um <laughs>
3: Sonia, well, I like how you like prefaced your argument for I'm kinda like late on this. Just to be like, just to be clear, I think Sophie Greg Kirk- was <laughs> yeah, a- a- don't, yeah. don't you for a second <laughs> I get it twisted. <laughs> and she said it in like a politician
2: way, like to yeah, be clear. Like, this like, is what I, I think what <laughs>
0: Another thing, um, when I was looking on their website, they had the most like nonprofit photo. It was like a bunch of people in a t-shirt with blazers ah, um, on like a, a black like TED oh Talk looking God. stage, and know. they were just like, "This is who we are." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm sure." Perfect. It is. But, <laughs> I mean, you do you, I guess. All right, absolute unit and spicy meatball alert.
3: Okay. It's me, Brayden. I'm here, to pre- <laughs> I'm here to provide you with the absolute unit. Of the week. I'm going to butcher this. So, I couldn't decide which one of these guys was the absolute unit because it's kind of a team effort. But the National Post posted an article about this yesterday, but uh, it actually happened in 2017. So, I don't know if you guys had heard about this. I didn't. So, like, uh, Canadians were doing like a Oh, sorry. There was like a a diving trip in Mexico, and they accidentally discovered a vast underwater prehistoric ochre mine. Um, and it was discovered by accident in 2017.
1: I sent this to the and Discord I- chat today. <laughs> oh shit. Ainsley, your face was glowing yeah, as she was, was like, Yes. You were <laughs> Okay, sorry.
3: I didn't I didn't look at Discord today. Um yeah, anyways, no, you clearly like, like, right, made a good choice. Yeah. yeah, it's a really cool story. Yeah, I like I honestly did it this morning. Um but uh yeah, so they accidentally discovered this thing because I guess they were going through the caves and the one guy one of the divers saw a little uh opening. And then the the main guy, the diving leader, his name is Fred Devos, like, went through it. And they said he would have been, like, uh, the, the first person in modern times to pass through this passage. And it was, like, an underwater enterprise. It's super cool.
1: Yeah, and they found, like, piled rocks and, like, tools and evidence of people mining there and stuff, like, so long ago. Like, are we talking hundreds of years, thousands of years? It was, I think it was, like, 6,800 years ago or, so, or maybe... I guess 12, if it's under no, no, 12,000, 12, maybe? 12 millennial... No, that doesn't make sense. No, <laughs> twelve <laughs> millennia millennial away. <laughs> See, we should have got some more measurements. Prehistoric industrial
3: complex, in as much as twelve millennia old, where Paladonians prospected, prospected for the valuable red rich material that is a major function in human evolution. So twelve millennia. That's oh, insane. That's so millennia. old. Mm-hmm. Were humans alive then? Yeah,
0: I don't... Wait, I, what? Are, that's not
1: correct. <laughs> this is not the- folks so <laughs> said No but aren't they talking about the millennia based like on uh, what, on how humans like used okra yeah. to evolve? My god there's a time converter called Converter.com.
0: Oh my gosh and one millennia is a thousand years that's not that oh, bad. Okay.
1: 12,000 years ago oh, okay. So it was yeah, 12,000 yeah. years. Okay yeah yeah that makes sense. Oh
3: yeah millennia Yeah. Oh yeah Fuck. millennium.
1: 2000 I was thinking a
3: yeah. oh <laughs> million years
2: oh <laughs> um, yeah, He, he I,
3: described it is almost as if we passed through a portal, which sounds neat. And um, McMaster University, um, a professor there has been like collecting samples, which is why they made the article. Can you
1: imagine having the balls to be swimming around underwater, seeing a tiny opening and then being like, hmm, yeah, I think I'm going to fucking go in it.
0: Absolutely not. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. not in a million Deep years. I, I saw
1: in a, one of the I've the probably photo- passed
0: by so many ancient
2: like (laughs) yeah we'll never fucking know (laughs) no i was just gonna say ainsley you posted that article this morning in one of the photos and maybe i was just like tired and groggy but it looked like the man in the scuba outfit was taking notes with a paper and pen underwater, <laughs> and I was wondering how that worked. I didn't know that. While like that, looking but that at one of these exist. artifacts,
1: you get like wax uh, pencils or pens or whatever, and you can oh, you can do are you referring underwater to that underwater. Note? Okay. Yes.
3: Yes. Okay, he's not taking notes. He's oh, okay. collecting samples. Oh. Uh, we'll put that in the.
1: We'll Meanwhile, Sonia like, Google's underwater right notepads.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
3: so yeah, we'll post a few uh, things, but it, the the article itself is actually really interesting. It's on the National Post, and it is titled "Canadian Scuba Diver Mexico Accident Accidentally Discovers Vast Prehistoric Industrial Complex."
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But uh, yeah, Devos—that's his last name, Fred, Fred Devos or something. He's the absolute unit of the week, and his, uh, but I don't know. Here's the, here's the controversy. Okay. Sam Meacham is the one that saw the portal. Oh, and then this diving wow. instructor gets to go in first. But I guess that's probably... That's all, all about the share, balls, they, Yeah, they,
2: they share the title. Yeah. And, wait, it should be shared... Three times because the portal should also be a part of the unit. Yes, the portal is. But but,
3: I mean, that's a Mexican unit. That's not really our territory. Excluded. Well, congratulations,
1: Mexico, on your absolute portal unit. (laughs) Yeah, you guys
3: can discuss that amongst yourselves. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Anyways, uh, if you guys have an absolute unit. Please send us a message. Please follow us on things. We've
2: received so many., we, yeah. yeah, I know we're
3: waiting. To, we're waiting for so, the right one.
2: Yeah, um, so all
3: of our platforms are at Terry Foxy Ladies. Um, Please engage
0: with us. Like share, us. follow.
1: You can, go, uh, you
3: can buy us merch we're, that started to come in, and people are sending us their spicy pics of them wearing our merch.
2: My hat came you know, in To Melissa
3: really nice. and Nick, some gorgeous photos were sent. And, Nick looks uh,
2: cool
0: in his fucking Nick photo. looks very
3: cool, and you guys look cool too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all, right. all right. Thank you. See be you be next free. Week. We are all
2: one. If you be see you a portal swim on go through. in don't go hesitate in. Yeah.
3: Yeah. oh
1: that's so beautiful
2: <laughs> if you see We're a probably portal condemning go condemning so
1: many people yeah. to death right now yeah. there is oh, light no, at
2: the I... end of the tunnel most yeah. of the time
3: or not light but a prehistoric industrial. City or whatever, you
2: know? and not just true, a, true, a like traditional true. scientific view of light, and also indigenous perspective of light. <laughs> nice, as well. nice, yeah. yes. yes, bring it all together.
1: So pretty Happy much what we're saying is go into the light.
3: Oh <laughs> not Canada Day. Happy Canada, Canada Day, Cat Day! Day Alright, this, this is, is done. This
1: is